Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection in the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number six, and in this episode, we will be going over Friday Night SmackDown, the January 17th, 2020 edition. Before that, I'm going to clear something up for myself and for Dave, as well as Maybe the entire audience. Yeah. Because I have not known how NXT and WWE have been scheduling their pay-per-views, specifically for Worlds Collide and Portland, because they've been pushing both so heavily. So the way I found out they're doing it is that Worlds Collide is happening on January 27th? No. I'm trying to remember. 25th. The, the 25th. It's happening January 25th, and Royal Rumble is happening on the 26th. So Worlds Collide is technically the takeover for Royal, for Royal Rumble. Rumble. Following by like three, About three, maybe four three, weeks. three, four weeks, on February 15th is NXT TakeOver Portland, which is a completely separate pay-per-view, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool that they're having a standalone pay-per-view. Yes. Not associated to one of the yeah. big four. Just like last year's NXT 25. Yeah, but they're still going to have an NXT show go along with the big four. Which yep. is which is of course what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a huge weekend of wrestling on your on your main four pay per views. Yes, but we're gonna jump right into Friday Night SmackDown recap. The show opens up with a bang. Big Legitimately, red the big red machine finds his way to the ring, and they're talking about his history in the Royal Rumble, having the most eliminations until it was taken over by Braun Strowman. Braun, uh, the, what, I believe at the greatest Royal Rumble yeah. was when he took it over. Um, so that shouldn't count. No, no. <laughs> Um, I don't think he announced for the Rumble. I think he was just talking about how he's excited for the Rumble. Yeah, he's excited because the Rumble helped him always kill people's dreams. Yeah. Because he was such he was so good at always eliminating people. Yeah. And he loved watching people's dreams get destroyed. And yeah. It was by his hands. Yeah. So after that, we, uh, he's interrupted by the Firefly Funhouse. Yes. And Bray basically saying that the, uh, the Fiend has loved destroying you and making your life a living hell. Yeah. And it was it was it was a really good promo. Always and, is. And the feet and he says, "You shouldn't have come out here," or something something along and that line. And it was like quick. Sometimes it's just it takes a couple of seconds. This was just quick. It was like snap. Yeah. Right to the fact that everything's red, and then all of a sudden Kane's outside the ring. Yeah, the fiend's coming out of the out of the bottom of the ring, and uh, Kane is out, and he's turned away, like he's not going to get caught. He does a a slow one eighty and says, "What took you so long?" The fiend jumps up. As he was going to run away and gets hit with a running knee by Daniel Bryan. Yes, and he's trying to escape back into the yes. ring and stuff. And he keeps trying to get back into the ring, and he does eventually get back under. But Bryan's there holding a few dreads. Yes, which is amazing. It's so good because two things. All right, these are two really good callbacks. One, you're getting the callback like eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Yeah, hair for hair. Yeah. Secondly, Team Hell No was reunited, even if it was for a couple of minutes. Yeah. And the fact that they were working together. And what was the last time Team Hell No reunited? Was against Harper and Rowan. Yes. And the l- next time, against Bray Wyatt. Yes. Yes. Very good symmetry. Yeah. Very good long-term booking by the WWE when it comes to this storyline. Because you have to remember, The Fiend has already taken Kane and put him on the wall. Yeah. With the X's. Yes. So this is already one of the Fiend's victims. Yeah. Somehow this victim has hasn't changed. Sh- hasn't changed and has reappeared and shown his face again. Yeah. So it it's quite, quite interesting the 
booking and the storytelling with this. And the, again, the fact that Kane and D. Bryan were in cahoots to make this happen. Yeah. Um, what what I also really liked about this is it ended with a yes chant from all of them. Yes. Um, both of them and the uh, and the crowd. Brian goes back and, and I think it was Chuck that was uh, interviewing him, and she basically asked, "Well, what are you going to do about the fiend?" And Brian passionately, I love Danny Bryan's passion right yes. now. Yes. Um, saying, "I want the fiend in a strap match." Yes. Which I I, I mean, love strap matches, dude. It hasn't been a strap. Uh, there's been there hasn't been many recently. No, there was like a chain match, and there was a rope match or whatever. But, yeah, but not a true strap match. I think the last one was with what JBL. No, I think there was something a, a couple years ago. It was a random out of the blue one. Okay. Uh, I feel I f- I have a feeling that um like the last one that I Rusev tr- and John Cena were in one. I think. Okay, the last one I truly remember was J- I believe JBL versus Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And that was a strap match for all strap matches. Yeah. And I think this one's going to be interesting because it's... It plays I right into the, fiend, the Fiend's what, yeah. like his wheelhouse. He wants to keep you close. He doesn't want to let you get any kind of bursts of power. Yeah, but he also doesn't want... But Daniel Bryan doesn't want the Fiend to get away because the Fiend tried to get away tonight. Yeah. Or last night, rather. So... I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be really cool to see this match and how they actually work this with the Fiend's character. Yeah, I'm interested in this as well. Um, up next, Big E versus John Morrison. My boy was in the ring. Two weeks in a row, we get a win from Miz and Morrison. I know, which which to me is leading to them taking the belts off these two guys. Yeah. They're going to take because, the belts off these two. Because the New Day are going to go over next week. And they're going to lose at Rumble. Yes. And the the thing that was impressing me the most... I Well, two things in this match. The thing that impressed me the most, Morrison was kicking Big E's head off. Oh, yeah, This he was. whole match. And Big E was in there taking every one of those stiff kicks. Yeah. And the thing that annoyed me about this match, hey, John Morrison hasn't been in the WWE ring for about eight years. Hey, they brought it up like ten times in the match. It was just yeah. so... Okay, yeah, we get they, it. They tried to... They tried to put in the ring rust yeah. thing. But he's been wrestling he's been in wrestling New Japan. He's been wrestling in uh, Impact. Impact. He's been wrestling in Lucha Underground when that was a thing. Yep. So he's he has no ring rust. He has no... He's, yeah. he's so good. He was good when he was first in the E. Yeah. Then he was able to really hone some of the stuff that the E didn't yeah. let him do. Yeah. Cause independently. Because back, back when he came in, it was a really... I'll say a bad time. Well, it was a cookie cutter way that yeah. everybody was created. They, they still wanted all their big guys like your Nitschkis and all the, that stuff. Yeah, that, Schnitzky. Schnitzky. That didn't work. And these little guys weren't allowed to do the things that they were allowed to do. Yeah. Then he leaves, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now the little guys, your CM Punk's, your Daniel Bryan's, are starting to really push the envelope of how the performance yeah, is on, done. Yeah, on ROH. And... Yep, and then you get AJ Styles comes in, and he pushes the envelope a little bit more. Yeah. Then you start getting the NXT division. Now all of a yeah. sudden it seems like, you know, that could have been, if Morrison would have just hung on for a for couple long, more yeah. years, he would have been part of that. that he would have been one of the first that kind of turned that dial. Yes, exactly. To, to allow that kind of style. I mean, one of his buddies, The Miz. Yeah. Is one of the the guys Miz has turn- been there. For as long as Morrison, if not just a little bit shorter. Yeah. Because Morrison came in at the the remake, the Blade ECW. Okay. Which he was one of the guys with uh, Kingston, Evan Bourne, mm-hmm. Matt Hardy. Um, uh, why am I blanking? Uh, Elijah Burke. Okay. Those guys. And 
he he was he was good there, and he was good when he came up to SmackDown when he aligned with the Miz and he aligned with uh, didn't he align with Show for a little bit and yep. then Kofi and whatever. Um, Miz hung on, but Mundo needed a little. Well, John Morrison needed he to go need, away. He didn't need work. He was he just didn't like where he, he didn't was. like how he was being treated. Yeah. Well, he's back. Gets a clean win over Big E right away. Yeah. Great way to with get him. With huge Starship pain. I know. That was a stiff Starship pain. Yes. He got all of that. And the nice thing about this match, too, is, again, you're getting the play on the outside of the ring with Kingston and um, Miz getting involved with each other. This makes yeah. Morrison attack from the top rope, and then Big E tries to do the same thing, but Miz makes a save and pushes Morrison out of the way. Very, again, Great, great chemistry between the four of these guys. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot wait to see all four of them in the ring at the same time for a tag team championship. Yeah. Um, up next. Speaking of tag team champions, we have new ones in the house today. Yes, we do. We are actually uh, sitting behind David right now are the Doinks. They are back. Um, they are in the studio audience for this episode. Don't think we're going to have them on the show. No, uh, not today. Tonight, uh, probably the next time we do a top 10 or something like that, because we still need to discuss when we're going to be doing top 10s and how we're going to kind of fit that into the new schedule. Yep. Um, we might do once a month, once every couple of months. We'll figure it out um, as we get going. Um, anyhow, um, up next, we had, speaking of tag team champions and former tag team champions, we had an Uso versus Revival match. This was a good match, but it, it went exactly how I thought it would. Of course. Because the, the, revival, the Usos come out strong. The Revival get advantage. They do all their their punchy and yeah, yeah. tag team wrestling stuff. Usos get a hard hot tag. They kick advantage. They win. Yeah. That's exactly how I think well, this was going to happen. The Revival haven't signed a new contract. No, so they haven't. What do you expect? Because they happen? went to the back and they were saying that if things don't go our way soon, we might walk. Yeah. They legit said it. Yeah. We might walk. Yeah. They're continuing to cut their promo, and they get interrupted by, you'll be proud of this one, a Lacey Evans and Boston Mug connection interruption yes. in the back. I, I came up with that on my own, Boston Mug connection, mm-hmm. um, where um, Sasha's injured. Yeah. Sasha. With a brawl between the yeah. three of them or something like that. Sasha yeah. got her ankle hurt. Um and Sasha was meant to have a match with Lacey, and it's been put off for a couple of weeks. Dodging Evans. Exactly. Um, and she's in the back. She's in the medical room, and she has ice on her ankle. And I can't remember who it was that came in. It was one of the one of the upper upper guys. Yeah. Um, came in, and he says, "Sasha, you got to have this match tonight." Lacey has been Lacey, This match has been scheduled for two weeks, and you've been dodging it. Yeah. Um, well, since you can't wrestle, Bailey, Bailey, you're in. You're in now. Non-title. Non-title. But you're in. Get your ass in the ring. Yeah. Let's go. You're gonna fight. And that's exactly what happened next. Bailey is so stiff in this match. Did you notice how stiff she was working in this match? Yes. Um, starts off uh, running away. She did. She did her heel heel thing where she uh, slipped out of the ring, yeah. uh, ring, rolled back in, and as soon as Lacey followed, she hit her with a uh, cheap strike. Um. And Bailey's working, like I said, a very strong heel, like doing heel tactics, like mm-hmm. pu- really pushing the five count and such like that. Um, Lacey Evans, uh, I'm trying to read my notes here. I can't read my own handwriting. Um, oh, out of nowhere, Lacey hits a huge woman's right. Like she started to get a little bit of uh turn. She went for a, uh, 
a moonsault and gets hit with the the knees. And then uh, Bailey goes for a top, uh, off the top rope, kind of like moonsault, kind of forearm splash kind of thing, and misses. Lacey Evans jumps up, pops her with a women's right, pins her one, two, three in the middle of the ring. Win in a non-title match. I know. Which sets up for Royal Rumble, Between Lacey versus Bailey yes. for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Yes. And we will then discuss that. We will discuss match. that next week. Yes. Uh, we already... Spoiled what we think is going to happen for the SmackDown tag titles, but we'll we talk about that. Who's going to win? Well, yeah, I did. We, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. We one hundred percent did. Yeah. Anywho, um, up next we had a Shorty G backstage promo. He's basically saying he's he's overcome all odds and he's embraced his new his new character and his new his new identity. Yeah. Um, and then Sheamus just comes out and is like, "Has anybody seen Shorty G?" And I just had a super British accent when it was supposed to be Irish. And he's looking over everybody. And Shorty G's just had enough of it and just absolutely battering rams him into the wall and, just and into the, the into the road him. cases. Um, and, and then he just gets the dips. upper hand. Yeah. He, he and gets then the he upper dips. hand. I guess yeah. the bigger guy. Yeah. Which is good. And Sheamus is shooken up and mad. Yes. Then there was another interview in the back with uh, Strowman. He wants that IC belt. Yeah. Um, Cut to the ring. We have an Elias concert, and he's basically singing about the the crowd and everything. Everyone's loving it now. He's not running down the crowd anymore. No, he's just putting together these great concerts, and yep. he's getting cut off by heels. Yes, where he was cut off by uh, Nakamura, Cesaro, and, and, Zane. and Zane in this. And Zane's saying that there's no way that there's Nakamura's no gonna way f- that Nakamura is going to give him that title match because um, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and Nakamura will beat him anyway. Oh what yeah, he said. and essentially. Um, they come down and they just absolutely lay out Elias. Yep. And then Strowman's music hits. He comes down. He sh- throws Zane right out of the ring and then shoulder tackles both Cesaro and uh, Nakamura at the same time. Yep. They scurry out of the ring like the scared heels they are, which this is a really good tandem, these three. I think it goes really well hand in hand it together. Does. Until um, he drops the belt. Yeah. Once he drops the belt, things are going to kind of fall apart. Yeah. Um. No, I think it was really good. Um, then there was a memorial to Rocky Johnson. Yeah, they opened the show with um with the the, the montage, montage the, little, yeah. the little mural that they do, and then they do the video package at yeah. the halfway point. Yep. Again, you know. Yeah, it was a little bit after the halfway point because there was only a couple matches after this. Um, which the next match was probably moment of the night. Okay. Um, Bliss well, versus Deville. Of course, it was moment of the night. Because, um, well, gotta remember before this match they had the backstage thing. Yeah, where, where Deville's like, "Hey, you gotta make sure Otis is outside. He's he's good luck for us. Yeah, you gotta get him outside the ring." So, yeah, and Bliss was like, or uh, not Bliss, Ro- uh, Rose. Rose was like, "I mean, I guess he's a good guy and all, and I I'm pretty sure if I asked him, he'll say yes." Which obviously he will. Of course, it's Mandy Rose. Yeah, it's his. It's his beautiful peach. Yes, Mandy Rose, um, and Bliss. So we said last week that they announced for the Rumble. It was actually this past week that Bliss announced that she's going to be in the Rumble. I don't know if Cross will be. I'm assuming she will be. I'm assuming it as well. Um, but anyway, uh, Heavy Machinery is ringside for this match. Deville starts out really strong. Um, and then it kind of just is a, it's a going back and forth match. Yeah. And Rose keeps getting herself involved in the match. Keeps yeah. getting involved in the match. Keeps getting involved. And at one point she's on the, on the second rope on the outside and Cross has just had enough and jumps up on the apron and, and knocks her, her down and, and big boy Otis is there to catch her and the smile on his face and the smile on Rose's face. Yeah. It threw DeVille off. She's like, yeah. wait a minute. What? And then 
what and then happens? roll up one, roll two, up. three. Bliss, uh, uh, Bliss runs away with the match. Yes. And DeVille's pissed. Yes. She's like, I thought that uh, Otis and Tucker were supposed to be our good luck charms, but they just lost me this match. Yes. Um, when in actuality, it's not them that lost the match. No. It was Rose who lost the no, match. No, it was DeVille that lost the uh, match. The, the, no, 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 but Rose. It was Rose that lost, lost the match for the match. DeVille. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the best part was when Corey says, but just look at the look on uh uh on Ro- uh Otis's face and he's just standing there kind of doing his little jiggle. He's all happy. He's doing his little <laughs> He's got a little tongue hanging out. Yeah, and, t- and Tucker was Tucker's just standing there behind him like what are you doing, you behemoth? You behemoth of a man. And then on to the main event. Rude versus Reigns in which, a tables match. Which we knew that this was going to eventually break down to being Three, three on, on three, one, and, and then, then the three Usos on three. come out to make the save, and it, it it goes by the formula very well. But the thing that I thoroughly enjoyed is there's been a lot of stuff going on at the house shows where Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin are facing off in dog food matches. Ugh. And the thing was, is the winner of this match got to choose the stipulation. Yeah, and Corbin and, was in the back. They had a pre-match promo where he was saying that. If if Rude wins, I'm going to choose that stipulation. Yes, and I'm going to embarrass Roman Reigns. Yes. Well, what comes out uh, after all this is Reigns gets the win with a monster spear through a table. Oh yeah, awesome spear after a huge uh, dual splash by the Usos yes. through Ziggler through the announce desk. Yes. Um, you get you get Reigns, the win by Reigns. Reigns is cutting a promo and saying that. We're going to be at the Royal Rumble. We're going to be in a huge baseball stadium, which I love that they're doing this. Yes. They're doing the Rumble in baseball stadiums yes. now, yes. which means very soon Outdoors. we could see it at Fenway. We could see it at Fenway. They just got to make sure they stay out of the Astros Stadium so this way they're not getting video recorded and signs being stolen. Well, I mean, the Red Sox, too. Ooh, that's right. I'm sorry, buddy. No, it's it's fine. Whatever. But yeah, um, so they have this big arena that they're playing, that they're going to be having this event in. There is so many places they can go with. Yeah. So it's a false count anyway. I'm loving it. I I love it. Great stipulation. It's not something cheesy that they they're do. gonna they're gonna have the pin happen in like the dugout. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. That would be so good. That um, would be so good. No, this is gonna be is gonna be really fun. Yes. Um, SmackDown was very solid this week. It moved quick. Yeah, it moved really it just really moved quick. Really quick. Everything was smooth. Even some of the segments where you were a little down on stuff, it still was. It was still good. It was still. Pop- yeah, the, I don't think there was really any down moments per se, besides like the uh, the very predictable Usos revival match. Yeah, that that's a down moment. To Which me I don't even think it was a down moment. It was just predictable. It's like you'd see, you saw it happening. Yeah. You saw it coming. Um, but that basically wraps up this episode. Yeah. Um, we don't have any pay per views going on this weekend. No, I'm trying to think if there was anything that happened in the news. No. I don't think anything's happened in the last couple of days. Obviously, more more breakdowns with Tessa Blanchard. Um, we will recap that again on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, because definitely stuff's gonna happen over the weekend. Oh yeah. Um, so we will recap on Tuesday. We will be going over Monday Night Raw as well as the news that happens over the weekend. But I think for now, uh, we want to thank you all so much for listening to this episode. Uh, obviously follow us on social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Twitter not so much because I don't really do a lot on that Twitter. But Facebook and Instagram uh, definitely a lot more. We have a lot more going on over there. Um, But I think for now, uh, Dave and I just have two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.